Hi friends, I'm Erin from Whalen Farms and Erin Whalen Online, and this is a podcast about my family's homesteading journey. From an urban farm in Washington State to 100 plus acres in Tennessee, this is our journey of how we got to where we are and how we are building our homestead from the ground up. Well, hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of Homestead Journey, the podcast where we explore all things related to moving across the country, to starting your homestead, self-sufficiency, and making the most out of your harvest. Um, I am your host, Erin. I feel like I'm very formal today. Um, And today, we have an exciting episode lined up. I say we, it's literally just me. But I am diving into prepping the pantry for fall, kind of covering cleaning, organizing, container choices, efficiency, and just kind of all the things, especially when you have a bulk pantry or you have a large family or you have a homestead and so you're bringing in the harvest from the summertime. It's not just like the standard American pantry, I feel is what the one I'm talking about. It's more like the, not so much a prepper, but just someone who wants to have a few months of food the items that obviously you can bulk buy. I'm not talking about produce and dairy and things like that. The freezers are a really great option as well. But today we're talking about in the pantry and what we have in there, how we're kind of prepping the pantry for all of the fall and holiday and wintertime um, food and what we're going to use in just being really, really efficient in there. Um, as the seasons change, like right now it's about noon and I have my window open, which is wild because we have not been able to do that for a good three months now. We have about, I would say it's about three months in the summertime that are just really, really hot. It's humid. Um, It's southern heat, which is totally different from the Pacific Northwest where I grew up. And so there's still a learning curve. I feel like this summer was a lot better than last summer, though this summer we actually had AC through most of the summer, which last summer we had AC through like half of the summer. So that was a whole in and of itself made it more difficult. But The window's open, it's crisp in the mornings now, it just feels like fall. And I kind of feel like that is God's sense of when the mornings start getting crisp, when you just feel that, I do feel that 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 is a divine gift from God to be like, hey, the next season is upon us, it's coming. Let's prep and just really dive into getting ready for that. I feel like he gives us those gifts of the, the cooler mornings or just the, the smell. Even before it is officially fall, there's always that smell that comes before and that that's that feel that comes before like the actual fall, if, if that makes any kind of sense at all. And so I just feel like that has been going on here for probably a solid two weeks now. I have really felt the shift. And that does cause me to look inward at my home, where we are going to be spending a large majority of our time in the winter, and how we can make it efficient, how we can keep it clean and nice. I'm very much, I like a tidy home, and I don't thrive in the chaos of a dirty home, (laughs) which, you know, with all the animals and stuff we have, you wouldn't really know that. But my mind does work better when things are running tip-top, when I have everything organized in a way that just helps me to keep things efficient. Um, And so I try to build my house that way so that it's easier to maintain um, the cleanliness that I really, really desire. And so we do a lot of cooking. I'm actually right now, if you want to join me over on Instagram, it was kind of funny. Um, The beginning of this month, I just kind of reached out to the followers on my stories and I said, hey, do you guys want me to just share every evening what I'm making for dinner? Like, is would that be inspirational to you? Because we do 
maybe we eat out maybe once a month. It's just, it's not very often. I enjoy cooking and I know that that is not everyone's thing. But as much as I enjoy it, I'm also trying to just do really good, quick, fast dinners. There's some days where I will leisurely spend an hour or two prepping dinner because it brings me joy. Um, I'd like to put on some music and then I'll get um, sometimes a glass of wine or something and I just kind of dance around the kitchen and make dinner. And I find that really cathartic. I enjoy it. I look forward to it, especially if it's a dinner that... Um, that I know my family really, really loves. So um, I know it's not everyone's cup of tea <laughs> to spend time in the kitchen, but I do enjoy it. But efficiency still is like the order of the day. That's when I'm putting together dinner. It usually has to be within an hour or under to start it, prep it, cook it, get it out there for everyone so that we can, there's still a lot of things that we have to close out at the end of each day and I can't spend the entirety of the afternoon or evening in the kitchen. So but to have a good functioning kitchen, we need a solid, stocked, organized, happy, cozy pantry. Um, and I think this is kind of going to be the first of several episodes where we just really dig into different areas of our house. It'll help keep me accountable as I'm getting ready for this next season. And then maybe it'll bring some encouragement to you and we can just kind of toss ideas back and forth on how to utilize each space to cozy it up, to make it ready for this next part of the year and the holidays are coming and everything. I just, I love the change of seasons. I love the holidays. I am just, I am embracing all that. I always have. It's just been a joy for me. So um, each season that I'm in is usually my favorite unless it's late winter and then I just really want spring and I want to start planting again. So anyhow, enough of that. So let's um, dive into kind of just how I function, how I put my pantry together and kind of the essentials that I have in there. So first at first, um, no matter what kind of pantry you have, it's going to be cleaning it out. And so I will do this once a year. Um, I did this in my old house. I mean, I've just done this forever is I will gut my pantry. And so at that point in time, my kitchen looks like a bomb blew up, but it always has to look worse before it gets better. And even in the chaos of it, I know, like I just, I have that feeling that after I get it done and I just push through these, probably almost a full day of fixing this pantry that it is going to run so much better and just be so much more efficient. I am going to be happy with walking in there and feeling a sense of pride in how I have everything set up. Um, I always keep a notepad or my list or if you have make your list on your phone, I always keep that open and by me when I'm doing my big pantry clean out to be like, I need more organizers for this or I need um, I need to buy more bulk flour. I need more five gallon spin top buckets for um, my flour or my rice or whatever it is that I'm doing so that you're constantly keeping a list so you're not going to the store going, what was that that I needed when I cleaned out my pantry? Because as much as I want to think, yeah, I can totally remember that. No, <laughs> I can't. I just can't. My brain, I can't, you guys. We all have too much going on to remember all the little things. Um, and so we're going to clear it out. That to me means like I'm taking all my canned goods out. I'm pulling out my big bulk buckets from the bottom. I'm moving the potatoes. Some of them might be growing in the back. Um, and we are cleaning the whole thing out. And so one of the things that I do as I'm pulling things out is I'm examining each item. Um, does it have an expiration date? Now, I I follow expiration dates loosely. Um and I have yet to get food poisoning in our house, so knock on wood here. But um, I know that a lot of that is just the companies trying to um, make sure that they don't get 
in trouble for anything or get sued or it's just a standard that the FDA has on products. Um, it's kind of like seed packaging. Seeds last for years and years, but they have to be packaged or they have to have an expiration date on them, even though seeds really don't expire. Yes, the germination rates go down, but they don't actually expire. But this is the world we live in, so this is how consumerism is. And so if if I feel like it needs to be thrown out or if it's been opened and we haven't used it for a while, I will toss it. I will also go through items and maybe like, I bought something with the hopes that I was like, we're gonna integrate this into our dinners or we're gonna use this. And I've had it in there for three, six, eight, 12 months and I really haven't used it. It's not worth taking up space in my pantry, especially if maybe I use it for like this one dish every now and again. It's just, I'm gonna get rid of it. I'm just gonna buy a smaller amount so that I can just use it for that one time I need it in that one month that I make this one dish. We all have those things where it's like for holidays or whatever, it's like this one time we buy it um, or utilize it. And so I'm really going to decide, well, if I, cause my pantry isn't huge. And so what is taking up space that shouldn't be there? And what do I need more space for that I need to allocate more area? And so I, have I buy my flour in bulk um, sometimes I get it from Azure if they don't have it I will get it from Costco Costco has a really good organic flour and it's actually very price comparable to what I have seen with Azure um, I think the Azure is probably a little bit better quality um, but I get what I can where I can and so with Azure, but also on Amazon, I should start linking things below these. And I think I said before I was going to link things I might not have. I'm going to get better at that, guys. Um, but anyhow, on Amazon or through Azure, you have these. They can be 2.5 to 5-gallon buckets with these spin top lids. And those are really, really the best for bulk produce. Not produce, excuse me, bulk um, rice, grains, herbs, things like that, because the spin top doesn't let the weevils and all those nasty little bugs get in there. It really has a good, good seal on it that can last for months, years in um, a nice, cool, dry place, which is supposedly your pantry. Um, and so you can grab those buckets. I have those at the very bottom. I always, I try to always have about 50 pounds of flour in my house. I have my flour on my counter and then I have two five gallon buckets in my pantry. Now with that, we do, because we're rural and we are further out, um, I love Costco. We don't have a Costco in our closest town of Jackson, which is about 30 minutes away. And so um, I have to go to Memphis once a month. I try to go like the first couple days I try and make it over there every month and I will um, buy my bulk items to get me through the month or even longer if I feel like it. Sometimes, you know, right now <laughs> with the price of food, you just don't really know. So if there's a really good deal on something, I'm going to grab two or three of them if I have the capacity to store them correctly so that if there is a rise in price or it, there is an, an outage, you just never know. You know, since the pandemic, I feel like it's you just never know what's going to randomly be out or you're not going to be able to find for months or it's an inconvenience. And so instead of being inconvenienced, if I see the vanilla extract is a really great price right now, it was like $11 the other day at Costco. And through the, I mean, two years ago, it was about $45 per bottle. And I don't buy the artificial flavored color. Those That's just such crap bad for you. I only buy the pure 100% vanilla extract. And they have that at Costco right now for a really great price. So that'll last for years in your pantry. So I bought three of them because now I don't have to worry about it. I can do all my winter baking. I can do baking for a year plus and I will be completely fine because they're a nice big size. And so 
Um, and so because I do buy bulk, I just want to make sure that I have big containers. And I also have found these really, really great plastic containers um, that I have purchased off Amazon. I utilize Amazon a lot just because honestly, based on going to the store versus buying on Amazon, usually Amazon is cheaper and I'm not running around town checking everybody's price or the availability or it says online they have it in store, but then it doesn't. And again, just because we live so far out, I don't want to risk driving in town and not having what I want there and just wasting, you know, a half a day to try to figure something out. And so, and Amazon's just usually cheaper. <laughs> and so I buy a lot of my stuff through there and then I can return it if I don't need it. Um, and so that's what I do. So I have I want to see what I have in my pantry because I'm a very visual person. And so I get inspired by seeing what we have. Like I have all of my herbs in beautiful mason jars that are glass. I have this, my old school label maker where you like press the button and it actually punches the letter into it. So it's not a digital label maker and it just looks so pretty. And so I have all my herbs and all the matching jars. I take everything. I buy my herbs in bulk. I usually buy them from Mountain Rose Herbs or I dry and harvest my own. And so I don't like all the tiny little bottles. Um, and I use lots of herbs. I use so many spices. I go through them. I don't know how more people don't. Like I saw the other day someone had five spices in their pantry and I probably have 30. I don't know how you could just do five. There's just so many different kinds of combinations you can have to make wonderful dinners. Anyhow, um, what did I just totally get off a tangent? I started talking about Instagram. Anyhow, I'm making dinners on Instagram. And if you want to follow me over there, it's Aaron underscore Whalen underscore online. And you can see what I'm making every day. And I'm saving it to a highlights, a September dinner highlights. And so you can go through there and maybe get inspired for a few dishes. Share with me some of your favorite. Tag me if you make something that I've um, shared on there. I'm very bad with measurements though, so don't expect me to be like a quarter cup of this or a quarter cup of that. It's usually a pinch or a dash to taste, and that's just kind of how I roll. I, if I'm writing a post about food, then I'll definitely be like, okay, I'm going to measure everything out this time so that I know. But in the moment of things, in the day-to-day, -day, I'm just throwing stuff in. Um, okay, so anyhow. Um, oh my gosh, so we were talking about containers. Okay, so. But before the containers, we're taking things out, we're checking expiration dates, we're moving things around, we're writing down our list, and we're wiping down the shelves. Um, we have had <laughs> mice issues here. When we first moved here, this property was just downright feral. It was wild. Um, the people who lived here before were renters, and I mean, I feel like the forest, which is all around us, we're like little house in the big woods. We have just forests all around us, and it was just encroaching on those places. So the mice were here, the bugs were here in my house. They, we found holes under like we would move something, and there's a hole in the floor to the to the bottom of the house where things are just crawling up in our house. <laughs> we have had to fortify this place, and we've done a really good job within the year that we've been here. It's way less, but we did have a mouse problem, um, and so that quickly I did those um, mice plugins. I guess it makes some sort of sound that they don't like, but it doesn't bother cats and dogs. I feel like that helped. Um, I'm so not. <laughs> My husband wanted to do all the sticky traps and things like that, but you guys, I cannot. If I can't give an animal a quick death, uh, I just, I have a really hard time killing animals. 
And I know that you know, mice are bad. They, they can bring in really bad stuff into your house. And so we want to avoid that. But that's why I have a ton of cats because I want the cats to take care of the mice and, and, and like let nature do nature, right? I cannot do the sticky traps. That's just, it's too much for me. And even when we had, we caught a mouse in like a, one of the cheese traps or the peanut butter or whatever under the sink. I will make Travis shoot it with a BB gun if it doesn't die like right away. I used to actually shoot. This is horrible. Someone's probably going to call Peter or something on me. But my grandma would catch mice because if you're living on a farm, you guys, it's something that you combat and you cannot just allow them to take over because they will take over. And we would go check the traps at my grandma's house because she lived in a trailer and she had a big spot underneath her house. And uh, we would just shoot the mice with the BB gun um, to kill them if they were in the traps. And so that's too much information for today. All that to say, we have slowly gotten to where we don't have as much of an issue. We've found all their little holes, supposedly, knock on wood. Um, and the last few times I've cleaned the pantry, I haven't seen any identifying factors that there has been mice in there. But again, with as many cats as we have running around, it would be an embarrassing stain on the reputation if we did have mice at this point. So get yourself a good barn cat, get one that goes indoor outdoor and let them do their thing because I have woken up on more than one occasion to a cat having a mouse cornered in my house. And that's always a fun way. You wake up really quick when you see that. <laughs> There's no morning fog after that. Um, okay, so we're going to wipe down all the shelves. We're going to address pest control as we need. And then consider maybe repainting or touching things up. I always have a gallon of white paint or like the common paint colors that we use in our house underneath the stairs. And I will just grab it every now and then, grab a paintbrush. And I do that all the time with baseboards or with windows. Um, a lot of time where there's just a lot of traffic and people are hitting things and you're gonna get marks. And so the same thing with pantries, you're pulling in and out cans of like aluminum cans, you're smacking them against things. There's gonna be divots and things in your wood. And I find that a white pantry, and you can do whatever. I mean, I've seen beautiful pantries, but I find a painted or a, a white pantry is nicer because when you have a good varnish or paint on there, it's much easier to clean. If you have the raw wood and you're trying to clean with your wash rag, you're gonna get splinters in your wash rag, you're gonna get splinters in your hands. It's gonna be a real pain in the butt. And so just as far as cleaning surfaces go, having a good solid paint on there does make a difference. And I try to get a heavy duty one as well. And so we repainted our pantry when we moved in, not as great as I want to. I need to go back in and paint more, but um, when, when we moved in, our house was falling down. So we had, <laughs> we had a few other things that were like top priority. Um, okay, so when you have everything on the counters, I love to just categorize and kind of group similar items together. And so if I have like my pumpkin puree and all of my kind of my fall squashes and things like that, I'm going to kind of put them all together because I know that those are things I'm going to be utilizing a lot. If I have more summertime stuff you know you know there's just certain ingredients that you use more in the summertime than the winter i'm going to kind of push those around and sh and shuffle those more to the back so that things that i'm going to use in the winter time i can do more oatmeal more definitely more baking and things like that and so i'm going to put those items prominent in the pantry but if i can keep like all the beans together in one spot um all the canned all like i we do tons of salsa i can lots of salsa so all that's going to be in a certain section i can pizza sauce so the pizza sauce and the chunky tomatoes and the tomato paste all that's going to be in one section so that it's just very easy not only are you training yourself you're training your family to know where everything's going to be at in there so that they can also go in and just know exactly where to look um, to find the item that they need because you know kids if you change if it's five inches away from where it was previously they're not going to be able to find it 
<laughs> that's just how it is. Um, if you need to, again, label makers. I absolutely love label makers. Um, I feel like they're just a game changer as far as they're very pretty. They kind of add a cohesiveness to your whole pantry. They kind of tie everything together. Um, and then clean, con clear containers when I can. I do a lot of the quart jars, pint jars. Um, if it's a bigger item, then I will have, I have like a clear, kind of like the rectangle cereal boxes that are taller um, and they're plastic. I do use plastic sometimes. I would rather use glass, but the big bulk containers, especially the ones that kids are grabbing all the time, that's just not really feasible. And so I will use the plastic containers for that. Um, shelf dividers, if you need them. I find that little baskets, if I'm gonna, if I have some things that are very, you use together a lot or they're smaller than a basket's really good because you can grab them, pull it out, set it on your counter, do whatever you need to with the items, put it back in the basket and put it away so they're not constantly like dropping off or you're not fishing for them around other things in your pantry. Um, Lazy Susans could be a really good idea too. My pantry shelves aren't really wide enough to do that, but I know everyone's pantries are actually really completely different. It's funny how for pantry, there's just so many different styles of them, but Lazy Susans are a really great idea. Um, let me see here. Wire baskets are really good too. I have, and then stackable baskets. Like I have a stackable wire baskets um, on the floor beside my bulk flour and I put um, potatoes in one and onions in one. Um, potatoes and onions like cool, dark, especially if you harvest them yourself. Um, it's a great storage option. You can also put them in like uh, paper bags, but not stack too much and just kind of roll the top so that there still is a little bit of airflow in there and that helps them to last a really long time. Um, and then once you've got everything back in, and I just really take my time, I put a podcast on or I'll put music on and I usually try to do it when I know like if the kids are busy with something or I give them a chore or send them outside or sometimes, you know, I'll drop them off at grandma's house and I'll just have my time where I am really just digging in. I'm not distracted by little hands and people that need food and need need help with something and I can just really get this done. Um, and so when I'm putting things in there, I'm trying to do the first in first out system. So FIFO, if you haven't heard of it before, <laughs> and this just the implementing this rule for canned goods. Um, always and anything that like canned as far as you purchase from the store or canned as in you canned it, um, that the newly, the new cans are behind and the older cans are pushed forward so that you're always ensuring that you're grabbing the oldest item first so that you're just going through your items. You're not just buying something and setting it right in front of something else that you had purchased previously that now the expiration date, um, you know, that that'll expire before the thing that's in front of it. So just make sure that you're just constantly rotating all of your items in there. And then again, create the inventory while you're cleaning your pantry and then just really make sure that when you go to the store, you're looking at that list, you didn't leave it at home, you have it with you and you're buying the things that you need and that you know will fit that space. And then if I randomly have like a little extra flour or something, I will throw it in the freezer. I will seal it really well and then you can put flour in the freezer, you can put oats in the freezer. Um, it's the freezer is a really great option, especially like we have a chest freezer. We don't have it working right now because we still need to get power to our shop. But not only would I put our bulk meat and stuff in the chest freezer outside, but we would keep the bulk flour and stuff that didn't fit into the pantry. Um, and as long as it's in there for if as long as it's sealed well and in there under six months, you're not going to have like a weird freezer taste to your flour, um, especially since you're adding it to other things. Anyhow, you're not really going to have a freezer burn kind of problem. And then also when I'm doing this, I'm usually thinking about and planning 
meal planning and not like day to day, what am I eating for dinner with my family from October through March? It's more like, what are our standard traditional dishes that we make often? Like if it's spaghetti, okay, I know I'm going to have to like purchase a certain amount of noodles and I'm going to try to bulk buy that as much as I can so that I don't have to go to the store every month. I mean, yes, I'm always going to the store usually every month, but I'm trying to, every time I go, I'm trying to bulk buy a different item um, so that, you know, if something happens or there's a few months or maybe there's a month that I don't make it or there's an emergency or whatever, that I do have enough food to last us for maybe even a couple months. Yes, it might get kind of boring. Um, there might not be a ton of variety, but I do want to have the ability to be able to feed my family for a long period of time without having to go to the store, if at all possible. And so I'm always bulk buying items that are on sale or items that I know we're just going to go through a lot. Um, and so... And also, you know, even even the beginning, even now in September, I'm thinking usually we have our standard dishes we buy for Thanksgiving, for Christmas. And so if it's a canned good item or an item that I can store in the pantry, dry goods, I'm going to purchase that now just because not only could prices change between then and now, but again, availability or the busyness of the season, you go there and the store is out. Um, I don't want to have to deal with that. I don't want to have to deal with that at all, period. <laughs> and so I'm going to buy as much as I can ahead of time that, you know, isn't the milk or the dairy or anything that needs refrigerated so that I can just check that off my list. And it's one more thing to where when you can do that, you just have this, I don't know, you just, you walk different. Like once you know that you are situated and that you are secure in what you can feed your family and that you're ahead of the game and you've already got things planned out for the holidays at this time, like it just, it feels so empowering and so good. And it is an attitude changer and it makes you feel better, which in turn, you run your house better and you treat your family better. Like when you're in a good mood, everything just works best. And so that's what I really love about organizing and just honing in on getting your house done well is that you in turn feel much better and everything just functions smoother. And I just, I love that about, I love that we have the power in our homes to do that, that no matter what's going on outwardly and what kind of stresses there are when you leave the house or work related or school or children or anything, that within these four walls, you have the power and the control over quite a bit. And, um, and I think that's, that's very, uh, it's just a very satisfying, accomplished feeling to know that you have control over the four walls of your house. Um, and so, you know, with anything that we do, we don't want to just do it and then let it kind of, it will over time, over months. This is why we do a complete gut of the pantry once a year. But as much as we can, we want to maintain this level of organization that we started. I, Whenever I organize a new space, I always grab my family and I bring them over and not even joking. And I say, hey, you guys, listen, I worked really hard on this and I'm going to just kind of show you guys where I put everything so that you know and that we all try to maintain this. I want you to look at it now how mommy has it. <laughs> and I want us to just really try hard to keep it this way so that it helps me to stay organized and that you can find things and that I know when stuff's out so that I can buy it for you so you don't come to me and you want a snack that isn't there because I didn't realize it. And I was like, it just helps all of us when we all know where everything is and younger it's very hard like a younger it's not an ability to really do that but now that my kids are eight and ten they do they can't comprehend and understand that a lot more and they are very helpful with that so and then just regular check-ins every month like I said I always try to schedule my shopping and so at that point in time I know 
throughout the month. I'm gathering. I always have my list open on my phone. I have Evernote. I really like that one. Um, and so I will just write it down, jot it in there. And so that when the first comes again, I go, okay, it's shopping day. And not only do I look at my list, I do go through my pantry again. I open up the fridge doors. I open everything up. I'm checking stuff. I'm thinking what meals I want to make the next couple of weeks. Well, I have that stuff and I just kind of make that list. And as you home make for longer periods of time, this is all kind of going to be second nature and you will just do that and you'll find your own rhythm. But every now and then we get distracted with life and other things happen. And so things that we normally would um, care about or take time to do just kind of fall to the wayside and that's life and that just happens. And so this is just kind of your encouragement today to jump into that pantry, maybe set some time aside this weekend, or maybe you have a weekday where everyone's kind of disappeared and you have a few hours to really get in there, um, or do it with your kids or do it with your husband. If they enjoy that kind of stuff, I know some couples, my husband likes to antique with me. Other husbands would die and I'd rather wait in the car. So, you know, do it how you see fit with who you see fit or just make it a solo endeavor and enjoy it. Enjoy being with all this food that you know is going to provide nourishment for your family in the coming months um, and there's satisfaction in that. So I think the next next week we'll probably talk about the kitchen and what we're doing in here and how I set my kitchen up. Again, I'm very visual, so I like to see a lot of things. I know that that's not everybody's jam, but if you keep things beautiful, you don't mind seeing it, I think. So anyhow, we will talk about that more next week, hopefully, and I will see you guys then. Bye.